Marion, tell us about Viking Strong. Tonight, it's like exercise stuff that says Viking Strong. <laughs> that is not inaccurate. Is it like a giant rubber band? Yes. And what do you, you do? Josie, what do you do with it? You can put it in your giant hand. Well, how Daddy does it, he puts it on from the back of his neck, and he, likes puts it from the back of his knees and squats and goes up and down. <laughs> and sometimes he does push-ups. Yeah, I've done push-ups with him. I've done squats with him. And I've done a bunch. Well, hold on. i got a list up here. Skull crushers and the thing I do for, like, my bow arm. I figured that out on my own. But the other stuff, skull crushers and good mornings and just keyless sunrises or something. I'm, that's, I'm sure that's not on that list. It's very beneficial. And the cool thing about them is, yeah, you can take them on the go. Like, I do them in my, use it in my office. And you can throw it in your suitcase or briefcase if you're going out of town for a little while. Well, it's kind of like... Well, it's working out with weight, but it's a different experience if you're a person that doesn't like necessarily pushing iron. Viking Strong has literature on their website and everything, so... Being strong isn't enough. To be Viking Strong! Yeah! Alright, Tristan, get your cans on. Uh, she's got hers. Okay. So next week, I think, which will be actually three days from now, Thursday we'll record it. But we're going to do a kids-only podcast. Cool. Because I want to see what you guys can come up with. And Tristan, you are the oldest daughter. (laughs) So you're going to be in charge. Girls? I got everybody. Yes, I I believe that is an accurate statement. Yes. Why are you using the microphone like, or using the flashlight like microphone when you have an actual microphone? Because I like to. Thank you. Can I hold the microphone like? <coughs> like a stand-up comic? Uh, no. Because I don't want to have to edit out all the terrible audio. Caveman <sighs> coffee. Daddy, can I start first? No, uh, today we're going to have Tristan start so he can practice for Thursday. Welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast with Lane, Marion, JoJo, and me, Tristan. There you go. Anything else? Oh, and by me, he means Tristan. Viking strong. (laughs) Girls, when being strong isn't enough. Be Viking strong! (laughs) Perfect. All right, uh, so I told y'all to come up with uh, some stuff to talk about on the podcast. And the lead. And the lead. All right, it's good that you got a plan for it because you're going to run it. And cool. you have to police them on making noise like that. And the lead. So I don't have to child abuse them. Okay, I didn't write anything down because I, I wanted to see what the girls have to say about that. And then I'll come up with my, I'll say my point of view, and then I want you to. Say your point of view. Okay. I okay, am Marion. Tell, the, tell them the first thing. British Columbia. They put down a bad bail. There was this... Hold on. You want to let one of them tell their version of it and yeah. then you clean it up? Girls, Because I am... Because y'all talked about it, right? Some? No. Joe, stop. What? Stop drinking right into the mic. You're like... 
Yeah, neither is the noise you made to explain her noise. All right, get get to work. Girls. Okay. okay, they put down they put down the bad the bad bear. What do they mean by bad bear? It attacked a person. Two two people. But okay, so this bear in British Columbia, they had to put it down because it attacked two people, and yes, the fishing game people. Yes, I believe that is an accurate statement. Yes. And Marion, second thing. Where's British Columbia? It's in Canada. Stephen. What part of what part of Canada? British Columbia. Well, I North, don't know. South, in, east, uh, west. I think I think it's in the east. Shush. You're mm. wrong. I, I don't know. West. Wait, no, yeah, Just it's in the west side talk. because it's by color. It's by uh, it's in by Alaska. There you go. Now can I do my full six thing? bears? Six bears have been. Man, no, I want Daddy's oh. point of view on the thing. All right, hold on. My point of view on what? The putting down the bear because it attacked people. They put down a bear. How many people did it attack? It it attacked four people. Two. You said In it was what two, period of time? A month. Yeah, I'm saying it's got to go. Of course, in BC they have a decent population. Also, it's one of the places, few places on earth where it's legal to hunt grizzly bears. I believe. No, it wasn't a grizzly. It was a black bear. Oh. I believe that is an accurate yeah. statement. Yes. I mean. Big Stop deal. saying that, they, Marion. They have tons of black bear. So. No, that is an accurate statement, yes. What? What, Marion? I asked her to stop doing that. Yes, that is an accurate statement, yes. No, it's, it's, it's annoying. Marion, if, uh, if, if there's a reason to say it, it's cool to say. But if you're just saying it to spit noise into the microphone, that's not okay. Okay, okay Marion, second thing. There we go. Six bears have been putting down this year. Have, they, have been putting down? Yeah, they put That's down. That's adorable. Yes. Have British been Tom. put down. Marion, have been put down. I know you're a stickler for grammar. Yeah, that's what it says. Have been putting? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was, you were talking about Vladimir Putin or something. But yeah, but have been put down is the correct Yeah, it says say have that. been put down. Yeah. Okay, but... Tristel? Uh, well, they've killed six black bears this year. In this one town, yeah. just in one town in British Columbia, it's squamish, yep. squamish, in the town of squamish. Yup. Say it on a starter. In the town of squamish, six bears have been put down for doing getting like into populated areas and doing bad stuff, smoking pot. But the <laughs> one thing that they talked about in that article. Do they eat them or do they even talk about that? They didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah, because people ha, ha, write ha, ha. articles in those types of But they told people to, to be careful anything. of about, like, your Halloween decorations. I'm going like to put a clown up. jack-o'-lanterns? Yeah, because when they rot, yeah, the bears, bears will want to come and that eat them. That makes sense. Marion, second thing. Go. Remember how I told you your list was going to go really fast? It hasn't gone that fast. We're only on the first thing. You haven't even no. taken a well, five minutes, thing. and you're already on halfway through your list. No, we're not. You we're on the second thing. Okay. No, we're not. We're on the <laughs> third thing, dumb butt. We're oh. on the third thing. Africans are using dogs to find poachers. Poachers, yes. Yeah, a new thing started where the. At, like the safari guide. Well, what did it say? What part of Africa? Yes, it did. I guarantee you, it did. 
Well, Africa I... is a continent, not a country. Uh, Africa is huge. Yeah. Dumb you butt. could fit a couple of Americas in Africa. I just read the caption. Even as far as continents go, Africa is pretty big. Daddy, I just read you... the caption. Daddy, can you I open didn't my... read the whole article. That's not okay. Yeah. If you're going to bring it on the podcast, you got to be able to answer questions about it. Okay? Yeah, that's smart. So, how about y'all talk about something else while I try to find it? What is it? What did they do? Somewhere in Africa, blah, blah, blah. They're using dogs to find poachers. Okay. Okay, next thing, Marion. The the whoopee crane learns from its elders. Yeah, the the whooping crane. Whooping, it's a fun word. Um, Whooping. 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 The whooping crane learns from its elders... The young will um, watch their parents fish, like them spear fish on their nose, and then they will copy them, and and they'll uh, the whooping crane will um, follow. They don't really have the same chemical in their brain as um, no other birds, so they uh, they just follow the. Uh, the other people, the elders, their elders, their parents, or grandparents, or grandparents, or whoever, yeah. to, they follow themselves. And Pretty much whoever is older than them, that's probably their family. What are your guys' opinions on that? Do you think it's cool, or do you have anything to say? I do. What? Just like people. Yeah, they are like people. They're pretty smart. They learn. They're we learn from teachers. They that they have to be pretty smart to be able to learn and fly and fish and take care of themselves, just like us. But what about you, Jada? You haven't talked the whole time. Um, first. No, no, talk no. about what we're talking about, goofball. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay, all right. Oh, I see your notes. I like your notes. First thing. Look at the mic when you're talking. First thing. Talk, Josie. Dougie. <laughs> We're not talking about doggies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down. Oh, weirdo. <laughs> there was a doggie about one of the things they were talking about. Uh, the dog. We're talking about crane you, elders. You, okay, but Tristan, you didn't read the article at all. Could it have been about Af- about dogs dropping from airplanes? That sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is from BBC Africa. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where Auntie it Potching's dogs. There's a video, and I don't want to hit play on the video. And there's only a crappy um, little word. Africa South is? Africa, there we go. Oh, I found one. The crane. The crane. The crane. Can so, yeah, see they'll a do a guy will crane. parachute in, and he'll have a uh, dog trained to sniff out poachers. Strapped to him. Chest. Yeah. So he'll drop in with the dog and they'll catch poachers. Hopefully. I guess the thinking is they'll be able to catch, drop in close to them and catch them quicker than if they tried to walk in. Right? That's pretty cool, actually. That's real neat. Yeah. Um, and if you would have read the article, I'm betting um, it would have said that. 
So next time, don't just have like a three-word blurb unless you really know the subject. Take notes for reals. Okay. Next is... Josie, what's that? Crane. That's a crane? Oh, okay. That's a crane from... Yeah, yeah the whooping crane me, story. Me, me, okay. I don't um, have any... Nope. What are y'all... Okay, well, let me ask this, girls. So let's go back to the dog thing. So, do you, what do you think about having a dog jump out of an airplane to catch poachers? Doggy. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, think about our dog. Books would be stop school. making. Hey, stop making just random noises. I am. Look at me. Answer the question that I'm asking you. Think about books. If we were to. Zip tie books to Tristan and throw them both out on an airplane. Who would be more scared? Tristan, he would probably be. Think afraid. about your dog. Books would probably be quiet. Books is scared of everything. So books would, would probably be quiet. Be quiet, and Tristan would probably be peeing. Well, Tristan pees all the time. Yeah. Or he smells like it, anyways. Peeing and anyway, running. that's not what I'm saying. I want you to look at me and give me a legit answer. What would you think about books? If you, if somebody were to strap him to his chest and jump out of an airplane, <laughs> would that be very bad for books? Yes. Yeah. So look at this dog right here that this guy... Oh, this has him dropping out of a small helicopter. Yeah, even these... Idiots that did, did this video in this article talk about Africa like it's a country. It's huge. Okay, so those are like little bird. Like we used to deliver Delta Force guys like that. Probably still do. Yeah, it's to drop in onto the ground quick before poachers who are on foot can get out. And I get yeah, it's about being able to outrun them more than anything, not like sniffing them out. Are those poachers? No, nah, these are just guys, uh, I guess playing poachers for a training program. So it's not even that. Oh, well, that's pretty dang high. So look at that. That's what, So the other guys were just on, were just strapped, uh, like, fast roping down from helicopters or stepping off helicopters, but that was a legitimate parachute in with a dog strapped to his chest. Do you think that's mean to the dog? Yes. Okay, now do you think that being mean to the dog in that way is okay if it's for a good cause? Yes. Why do you think that? I have no clue. I I I think it because if you in a fire and it was all over your um, country or state, yeah. you would have to get in a helicopter, and then like when you get to the state you want to get to, um, but they don't stop where you want to get to, you might have to. Get your dog and strap it to you, you and then and then jump off the helicopter. Okay, that was okay. <laughs> well, Some left field stuff there. It, it looks like mm. it okay, looks like when they actually the stop talking over each other. It looked like when they, the dude was actually skydiving. The dog's head was like against his chest right here, mm -hmm. and it had like some sort of like mask yeah. on. It was a muzzle. But that's probably more so he doesn't rip the guy's throat out. I mean, it's like when the dog is finally like, wait a second, on like the 18th jump, he's like, I think I'm in midair. <laughs> if it's our dog, he'd never even realize it. <laughs> what? 
We were on the ground the whole time. That's weird. <laughs> but it, co- it covers his eyes. Like that's there was, what like, our a black dog sounds thing. like when he talks. There was like um, a black thing all over his face. Uh, this is actually the doggy. Yeah. Meep. Meep. I don't think, I it was think that was the bob. Uh, I'm not gonna play it again because Okay, so what are poachers? No, Tristan, I know you know. Don't raise your hand. This isn't <laughs> school. Talk. Um, poachers are dudes that <laughs> that hunt deers out of deer season. Yeah, and then places like uh, South Africa and some other places, they have a lot of population issues. Where, like, uh, they have a lot of endangered species that are almost gone, like the black rhinoceros. Just a second. What do you want, JoJo? I want to say what the poachers are. Do it. Poachers are like guys who shoot animals for their family so they can eat it and be healthy. No, no that's hunters. Poachers are... We are. Got, now, if a guy did what you just said illegally, that's a poacher. Yep. Yes. I was right. I was right. I was. You were partially right. Technically, so but uh, but in Africa, a big problem they run into is uh, like elephants. Think about elephants, Josie. What are the pointy things on the front of their face called? Horns. No. (laughs) Yeah, Mary. There you go. Do you know what they're made out of? Um, Yes. What? Plastic. No. No, that is not correct, my dear. Do you know what it's called? It's a it is a white material that you can make that you can carve things out of real pretty stuff. What? Uh, like piano keys. Um, Have you ever heard of anyone calling I'm playing the piano tickling the what is it, Marion? Bones? No. That's not it. Oh, I think I know. What? What? <laughs> That's not even a word. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Have you ever heard anybody call playing the piano tickling the ivories? What the heck is ivory? They're made out of ivory. They're made out of ivory. What the heck is ivory? Ivory is a material. Here, I will show you. It is highly valuable, highly sought after. Can I tell you a fact I saw? <laughs> yes. 20,000 elephants were killed last year for, or in 2013 for their ivory. Yep. That's sad. And that's with, after all the tons of, you know, money and effort and everything we've put in. We've put into stopping poachers. So look here. This was an elephant tusk that somebody carved this out of. So they, somebody probably illegally killed an elephant chainsawed this off of his face and left him there to rot. None of the meat got eaten. None of the skin got turned into clothes. They just took this and sold it to somebody to turn it into art. Is What do you think about Does that sound pretty horrible? So he just killed an elephant for no reason except for, the, except for that people could see it in a museum? Just the tusk. And not see it in a museum so some rich dude can have this on his fireplace. And look at me, girls. Look at me. Josie, Marion. Look at me. 
poaching in Africa for things like this, for making a carving of horses out of an elephant's horn, has made it to where there's very few elephants left. And it could get to the point where your children or your grandchildren don't even know what elephants are because they're all gone before they show up, before they're born. That sounds pretty horrible, right? Elephants are pretty cool. Elephants are pretty cool. And rhino or another thing, like the, uh, was it, black rhino is almost gone. There's like, I heard there's... And the reason, do you know why that is? Hunting. Well, poaching. Poaching and... But why? Because their their horns are made of ivory too. No, not ivory. They're made of hair. Hair. But what? Uh, but in the Chinese black market, they think uh, they can make it into medicine, right? Well, yeah, uh, pecker pills, like uh, oh, like Viagra, kind of oh, like black market. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn about that when you're about forty-eight years old. Okay. Yo, it's a, It's something old dudes need. But it doesn't actually work as far as anybody can tell. And one of the cool uh, thing efforts that they're implementing to fight that is somebody's 3D printing fake rhino horns to flood the black markets with it. So, like, it's basically counterfeit rhino horns, and they're just going to flood the black markets with it so that they're not valuable enough for poachers to steal. And hopefully that works. I don't know if it will, but hopefully it that sounds like a pretty good idea, at least that coupled with the enforcement uh, tools that were, you know, we, we being hunters and anti-poachers for implementing, since none of the animal rights people are helping with any of this crap, for the record. What, what's up, Mary? Um, if that elephant tusk was in a what do you think they would call it? There's plenty of elephant tusks in museums, and there were elephant, you know, tusk ivories, you know, uh, elephant tusk ivory carvings uh, being made long before elephants were endangered. But it, what what was your question? If it wasn't a museum, what? What do you think they would call that? Design Toscano galloping horse. This one actually might be plastic or something, just like a fake one, because it's just like a Google Pictures thing. Galloping horses. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It's like eighty five dollars. So it's definitely it, not real. But that's the kind of thing that they do. If it was a, if it really was in a museum and it was real, this one's real. I I would probably call it horse ride. Dun, 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 no, dun, 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 the, the death horses. Yeah. Okay. I want to so, talk about the next thing. So you know we use dogs. I don't know. We do a lot of pretty horrible stuff to dogs. Like the way we, I don't know if we still do, but the way we used to make drug dogs was we like basically uh, coated a tennis ball in cocaine and got the dog addicted to cocaine and then put him to work seeking out cocaine. I don't know if that's still how it works. I really hope it's not, but that back in the day, that's how they started using What we do now, I saw a a thing on how they train drug dogs is they have like a thing and they they it's two boxes right and they'll like drop like cocaine and then they'll drop a tennis ball and if they go to the cocaine they get rewarded if they go to the tennis ball they don't get anything okay yeah that seems like a better way to do it okay what's next on the list 
Mm. I want to talk about. Number I don't four. know the next okay. thing. If okay. the next thing, that, but I want to. We already did. Are you thinking of something that's on the list? Okay. How about you wait till it comes up? Okay. Doofus. <laughs> Number five. Bumblebees. Oh, it is next. Bumblebees. Oh, now on ESA. Are they on it, or are they being proposed to be they're, on they're it? They're on it. I saw it. Okay. Okay, tell them what... Talk to me about it. Tell them what the ESA bum- is. The ESA, if you don't know, is the Endangered Species Act. And there, it's like the rusty something bumblebees are now on the Endangered Species Act. because. Oh, it's a specific subspecies? Yes. Okay. Because uh, I don't think... Bumblebees at large are on the ESA list yet, but I think they're almost there, which is pretty bad. Um, but that's good because that means there'll be a lot more flowers. But how are you gonna? No, what? Wait, wait. Start over again. What's good? That bumblebees are back on the are on the ESA. It's good that there are so few of them because there will be more flowers. No. It's good that they're on the ESA because there are so few of them, and them being on the ESA will mean more flowers. Is not you mean because people will try to plant more flowers? No, people won't kill as many bumblebees. What are you saying to me? I have a question. Oh, so when so you're saying when the population builds back up. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. and I mean, there's a lot of good things about having bumblebees around. Why, why are they gone? That's my question. Okay, uh, how about, because I have an answer, but I'm not sure I'm right. So how about y'all talk about bumblebees and you get the girls' is. Um, tell, tell the girls what the ESA is. The ESA is the Endangered Species Act. We know. We and know. The Endangered Species Act helps endangered animals like grizzly bears and wolves come back. Uh, like, if there's only like 100 of them left, they'll... Make sure nobody does anything to them, and they help them, and they feed them and stuff, and help them get their population back up, and then, yeah. I dropped my list. Yeah, that's what the Endangered Species Act. So, are you glad that the endang- that bumblebees are in the Endangered Species Act? No. <gasps> it's good if but it means that they get help, yes. Yeah. It's bad that it's gotten to this point. Yeah. Because most people you talk to on the street have no idea. Although, most of the species on the ESA, you could bring up to a random dude walking down the street, and he'd have no idea what you're talking about. But how how did they get... Oh, yeah, that's what you're trying that's to That's what I'm looking up. So, t- girls, Josie, quit breaking my pins and talk about what y'all are talking about. Tristan, when you're talking about, like, a hundred of them left, they'll take them... What, what do you mean... A hundred is a huge number. Not for animals, man. Do you know how many white-tailed deer there are in the U.S. right now? Probably. What? Yeah. Two million. I bet you. More. Oh, there's way more now. Four million. I get it. There's a lot. Okay, let's just go to a billion. There's a billion white-tailed deer in the U.S. right now. How how many black bears do you think? Grizzly bears? Do you think there are? Sixty hundred and thousand in America right now. I would probably say about like one or two. Twenty, twenty, two hundred thousand. Wow. wow, 
That seems like a lot, but compared to one billion, that's not that much. So, the bears need help. Grizzly bears and wolves, they both need help. Uh, no, they don't. That's an issue. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. I missed, yeah, I missed part of what you were talking about. But, so, that's a problem with the ESA, is it is more politically expedient to put animals onto it than to take them off. So there's been almost no animals taken off of the list, including places like Montana, where, uh, you know, when they did the count and said back in the day, 70s or whatever, and said, you only have this many grizzly bear and you need this many for, to call it a healthy population. So we're putting it on the ESA until we get up to this many. So, you know, like uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation type groups put all this effort Rocky into... Rocky Mountain Bear Foundation. Yeah, I know there's bear conservation groups. I can't think of none of them, but... Rocky Mountain Bear Conservation. Yeah, that'd be cool. They put all these effort, And then, like, uh, Yellowstone, you know, people in Yellowstone and stuff like that. They put all these efforts into place and spent all this money over the years trying to build up the grizzly bear population and preserve and conserve and reintroducing in certain areas where they're extirpated and all that... The tools that you use when you're trying to rebuild a certain... And introduce them to new areas. You kind of try to... Well, you try what you do, as far as I, my knowledge of it, you try to get them built back up in their native areas before you do that. Except with elk, there's a little bit of issue there. Um, because and a turkey. lot of their... Well, turkey, they pretty much had figured out before they started putting them in new places. But now they're putting them in mostly new places, it seems like. Weren't there no turkey on... America before they... No, this is where Turkey came from. But there weren't a lot of Turkey, like, in the mountains until uh, National Wild Turkey Federation put them there. Oh, so all those Turkey we saw in Colorado, were those inter- were, inter- were Yeah, they were the results of introduction. Hmm. Put the flashlight away. Not on the ground. <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> So I was trying to find the white tail. I don't know where to put deer it. Deer population. Is two billion a good estimate? Huh? Is two bi- one billion white tail deer a good? Should I just put it in this drawer? I don't know, dude. I've probably seen a billion white tail deer. No. Meep. Uh, Thirty million. Thirty million, really. According to ActionBioscience.org. Then I would say 2,000 bears. Uh, I think in the continental U- United States, it's more than 2,000. But uh, there's way more grizzly bears, specifically in Alaska by itself, than in all the other states put together. That's why it's legal to hunt them in Alaska, and it ain't legal to hunt them anywhere else. But yeah, like I say, so all the efforts we put in and we put in like i'm old enough to have even participated in any of it but uh we reached the threshold of healthy population like four times yeah we reached it and the people who managed the esa saw that oh well if we say we're delisting grizzly bears there's going to be a lot of people throwing fits because bears are cute and so they just raised the threshold, and they've done that several times. And they did the same thing with wolves. Okay, uh, how about number six? Mountain lions in breeding in Santa Montana. Uh, 
<laughs> Hannah Montana? There's, there's Santa Montana. I'm saying that's probably not. Mountain yeah. lions what? Inbreeding in Santa Monica. Inbreeding? Inbreeding. Like breeding with their young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tristan. So they found... Yeah, tell me about it. They found some mountain lions that um, were all kind of messed up from inbreeding, and they tracked their DNA back yeah, a little bit. Yeah, genetic defects. Genetic defects, and they found that they, like, had... There are not enough mountain lions in that area, so they've been breeding with, like, their brothers and sisters and mom and dad and stuff. And so okay. they kind of get messed up, genetically buggered. Did they say buggered? No. Where did word. you come up with bur- the word buggered? His dumb brain it's not. I mean, it's just not a word Americans use. Three mountain lion <laughs> kittens born last month in Santa Monica. Santa Monica Mountains were inbred a wild because the population is pinned in by urban sprawl. Yeah, okay. Kill them then. Santa Montana. I mean, that's what they should do. The ones that are inbred? They should, yeah. They should, I mean, their mountain lion population is pretty ridiculous in California right now because they made hunting with dogs illegal. Which some people, a lot of people say that's about the only reliable way to hunt to manage their numbers. Like you can hunt a mountain lion without dogs, but if you look at success rates, and I'm not going to pretend like I've actually looked up the math on this, but I've heard this said, and it's generally by people I trust. If you make dog hunting with dogs illegal, you're just not going to have enough of a kill success rate to consider what you've done successful in population management. You need to have people that use dogs. And some people say that about bears too, but, or, well, dogs or baiting. There's some other methods you can use with bears. Anyway, so yeah, that, but that's, uh, so the the story about the downsy cats, that's like, uh, yeah, it's more of a story about urban sprawl than anything. But I do think it would be wise to kill all of them that they could uh, so that those genetic defects don't end up being passed into other parts of the population. All right, what's next on Isn't your that list? an interesting okay. thing? It's a good thing to put okay. in the podcast, right? That's a very good one. Y'all need to be able to talk. I don't want to just be spitting my opinion. Y'all are terrible at coming up with opinions. Okay, um, it's the first one on my your third page. Yep. Seven. A porcupine eating a corn on a cob. I don't know why they wrote that down. That was just a video I saw. Yeah. I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I thought it'd be cute. So it's just a cute video? Okay. It's so a cute video. If I remember, I'll try to put it in the show notes. I'll try to... So it was on YouTube? So uh, no, it was on the website. The Alaska website. The Alaska Fishing Game website. It's a porcupine doing Eat. what? Eating a corn cob. Eating a corn cob. All right, cool. What's the next? Okay, that should be. I think it's the last one. Nope. Okay. For them it is, but not for me. <laughs> okay. They are being fed by a tractor. Uh, so the grizzly bear uh, population in certain areas, there's this one area in Alaska 
where they're having a lot of trouble with grizzly bears. And Overpopulation, you mean? Uh, nah. There's, uh, but, yeah, sorry. Yeah, like they have, they're having too, they have too many grizzly bears and they're attacking. It's kind of sad, but what they do is they fill, like, the, like, part of a tractor that ha- can carry stuff with vegetables and they poison the vegetables mm-hmm. and leave them out for the bears and the bears come and eat it and yeah, go what, off uh, and die. In parts of the continental United States where, an extra, well, the lower 48, I guess, is more accurate. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, one of the re- in some of the places where we don't have a lot of grizzly bears right now, it's because and wolves, it's because what they would do uh, was guys would kill a horse and poison the horse meat, so that wolves and bears would get dead. All right. Okay. Um. This is. Well, let's. Okay. So, what do you think about that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Josie, what do you think about that? What do you think about so if you so think about Liberty Hill. Think about if we had a bunch of grizzly bears attacking Liberty Hill and like all of a sudden What about wolves? You were seeing or wolves and you saw like friends from school not showing up because they got eaten by a grizzly bear. What do you think that poisoning them by leaving out poison bait would be an ethical way to kill them so that they didn't hurt your school classmates? Wait, what does ethical mean? Get up on the mic, Jojo. <laughs> what does ethical mean? Well, okay, we've talked about this before, but right and wrong. So, like, I know. working to earn money to feed your family is right. Stealing money to feed your family is wrong. I know. What? Right? So do you think it would be right or wrong to leave poisoned bait out for grizzly bears. It would be wrong because, um, well, you can ask me why. Yeah. Um, because that it because if you left some bait out, the bears might eat it, and 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 it would be wrong because the bears might get it and go to your school and and eat your class, and then. And then it would work in classmates, and then, and then um, it, then they might come out, and then they might try and eat, and then eat some of your family or you or somebody. So that's why it's what. I know. Okay. I don't think, I'm not, I don't know. I think you lost track of where your head was going with that. Yeah, I don't so think So if there are grizzly bears attacking Liberty Hill, do you think it's okay to kill them with poison? Uh, you mean like give it to them? Well, so say you find out that these grizzly bears love apples. So you just take poison. barrels and barrels of apples and poison them. And scatter them around Liberty Hill in areas that the bear tracks have been found. I think it's wrong. And then a bear goes and eats the apple and And gets really sick. And dies. And takes a long time to die because that's how poison works. Unless it's the heart-stopping poison, which is like lead. What's the heart-stopping poison? Lead. I do not. I got four or five or six. I don't know how many words I got for you. I don't 
I got three words for you. I don't know. What's your opinion? I can tell you. Marin, what do you think? Oh, I have uh, an what? opinion. So I'm not going to go all the way over it. Okay. You, um, you were here. Yeah, I was listening. Okay. So we're still talking about the poison in the bio after. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's not an answer. Terrible? What's terrible? Them poisoning the apple. Why? Because it kills the bear for pretty much no reason. Well, the bear is killing humans. That doesn't mean you get to kill them. Okay, so coyotes. That's Coyotes is something we have tons of, right? Yep. All around our area. But they don't kill people. They went away from people. Let's Listen, just take it so as an if, example. So if some pe- all of a sudden some of y'all's friends were disappearing from school and it was found out that coyotes were eating them. And the coyotes had been eating chickens and uh, domestic cattle and costing local ranchers a ton of money. And pets. And pets. Books. Yeah, what if coyotes ate books? No. Oh, wait, I have a sticker. Do you think it would be... Okay, you have other ways of controlling populations of dangerous animals. You have hunting them, you have trapping them, you could hire special forces snipers like they did in New York with white-tailed deer, da-da-da-da-da, right? You could put a bounty on them. That's what some counties have done with coyotes in the past. Like, like, I'm just on Like, you'd say, coyotes. I'll give you, like, the county will give you eight bucks for a tail or whatever. So, like, where I grew up, guys would go get beer money on the weekends by going out and hunting down coyotes on Saturday mornings. That seems fun. Hmm? Yeah, you're not going to, like, you weren't going to make a living at it back then. But, yeah, this like our, the guy that rent, did the water, fixed the water meters and stuff. Uh, that's what he did on Saturday mornings. So, Given that you can do all those, uh, you can hunt them, you can trap them, you can hire somebody to hunt them, you can da 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 Do you think poisoning them should or should not be on the list of things you use to kill coyotes? No. I think no. Okay. I That's an no. answer. And why? Um, Because you... Uh, because it makes them... Suffer a lot more, and and it just hurts them very badly. Yeah, but isn't well, and Marion, let's stay on that. So, but isn't what a coyote's doing evil? I wouldn't say no. How come? Well, it's not evil. It's just really bad, but it's not evil. Did well? Is it bad to us or bad to them? Okay, Joe, what do you got? Bad to them. Well, why is no wait the them killing books and eating them would be bad to us. Would be bad to us. And good for them because they get more food. Well, that's what I'm kind of what I'm trying to get at. And I'm trying to pull it out of you without just shoving it down your. And throat. I know what. What? Because it would be bad for us because because that we love birds. Books and it would be really sad if he died. Yeah, it would be really bad for us. And like, if coyotes are killing, you know, a bunch of calves and costing ranchers money, that's not good. And if they're hurting children, that's not good. 
So to us, that's something we might see as evil, right? But he's just a coyote. He's just doing what coyotes do. It's hard to say that it's evil, but at the same time, he's a danger, so you need to control it. So maybe... But given our, in my my opinion is, given our history with poisoning and what we've done with it, it's a kind of an end. Because, yeah, neighborhood dogs get into it. There's a lot of reasons to not poison. And, yeah. But, you know, it sounds like they're still okay with it in some places. And I don't know. Maybe they know more about it than I do. I've never done it. I've just read things that lead me to think it's not a good option. I think we're... Ready to go on to the next thing. So I know I am, because that was a task. So, I have one more question about that. What yep. does that have to do by bears being fed by a tractor? Because bears are being poisoned, poisoned by the tractor. Uh, the tractor is filled with food that's poisoned. Okay, this is not on any other kids' list, but it's just on Okay, so, this is at recess. Me not getting to play it with... My friends, but... What does that have to do with hunting? I don't know. Or outdoors, or fishing, or camping? It has to do with school. Yeah, we're not talking about school. I told you that. No, I want you to think about this, because I want you to know what's good content for the podcast, right? And you're not going to know 100% of the time. That's I don't know 100% of the time. I'm sure I've put a lot of stuff on the podcast that's not good content, but we're going to do another one Thursday. And it's going to be just you kids. And Tristan's going to be in charge of policing it, and he's probably going to... Fail? No, you're not going to fail. But it's just, I don't want y'all to be going crazy. All right? You you girls, look at me. I want y'all to be good podcast participants for Tristan. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Do y'all have anything else? No. All right, then I want y'all to watch this video. All right, so... A guy's name is Todd, Todd Orr. He was out scouting. He wasn't even hunting. He was scouting for elk. He got attacked by one grizzly bear and then attacked by another grizzly bear. And they took his head almost apart. Look at that piece of head flopping off of his skull. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I mean, it's horrible, but it's cool. That he's still alive. It is good that he's still alive. He got attacked by two grizzly bears? Yeah. And don't forget about the cubs. So remember, girls, remember when we, me and Tristan were about to leave for Colorado and we talked about safety in the mountains? Yeah. This guy did everything that we did for safety, plus some, because he didn't just have uh, bear spray. He knew what to do with it. He's a professional guy. He'd been doing this for years. And he still got jacked up by grizzly bears. I mean, he survived, so it's good, but... And, of course, a lot of experienced guys don't. I probably wouldn't. You'd probably be a tasty little chubby snack. Because he he eats a lot of meat. And a lot of pretty much everything. Daddy, I don't... A lot of pretty much everything, so... I think it's not good for him that he... That his ears are almost pulled off his head. That's probably not great. He probably can't hear. Yeah, I was thinking if I was next to him, I'd just be like... Yelling into his bad ear the whole time. <laughs> Just <true>. telling him <laughs> horrible stuff. Hey, dude. Anyways. So, girlies. I just wanted to... And Tristan, you're one of the girlies. Uh-huh. I wanted y'all to look at this to kind of know 
you know, because Tristan, we're going again next year, hopefully. And girls, eventually y'all will be old enough to go with us. And when you're in bear country, look at the you kind of stuff that can happen, okay? And I'll, I mean, I think most people have seen this video. Most people that are, would listen to this podcast have seen this video floating around Facebook the last week. Uh, but I'm going to try to, I'll throw the link on there anyway, just, just in case. Because uh, it is definitely interesting. And then my last thing I'm going to talk about Steve Rinella. Uh We have we still haven't finished this uh, current season of Meat Eater, but we watched an episode called Mountain Memories, and it's a hunting show where he didn't like he was out in the wood, out in the mountains, and he was definitely hunting, but the episode had almost nothing to do specifically with hunting. It was him walking around on a black bear hunt, just reminiscing about times he'd been in those mountains with his brothers and places, and he was going places that his brother had been without him and then told him about. And it was, a, you know, most hunting shows on TV are bad television. And so it's kind of a huge jump to go to Meat Eater, which... From Pigman or something. Wow, yeah, Pigman, something idiotic like that. Um, and, well, even all the, like, Major League Bow Hunters, who I think all those guys are good guys, but their show, to me, is boring because it's just like, they, you know, maybe at the beginning they'll work on a feeder, or a, I think they don't, I don't think they use feeders. I think they use... Uh, food plots, which is not much different than feeders, but whatever. And um, and then they just sit in a tree, and then uh, what you would normally call the third act break on a well, not even the third act break. At the end of the show, they kill a deer, and that's the whole show. And every episode is exactly the same. <clears throat> and most hunting shows are like that, but Meteor, I mean, Steve Rinella is one of the greatest living writers in my opinion and I try to share his huh, my appreciation for his talent at expressing ideas to the kids as much as possible and I hope anybody out there would do the same look him up there's a meat eater they have a YouTube video that's really great and in fact there is a video uh, like web only video that is cut from material shot for this Mountain Memories episode where he's talking about why we are afraid of grizzly bears. And it is just that little video. I'd seen it about a week before I saw the actual episode since we had it on DVR. And just that little bit was some of the best writing I've ever seen. It just like touched your soul. I don't know how to. That sounds goofy, but I don't know how to describe it other than that. That whole accurate. episode. Is that right. whole like I tweeted. I was like, dude, that's like whenever I'm gonna keep that episode on the DVR. And anytime I start feeling low about humanity, like especially a humanity that leaves Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, or aren't only two options to lead one of the most powerful countries the world has ever seen 
I'm going to watch that video and know that there are still good ideas and people that are good at getting those ideas out into the populace. Cause We're going to have to go dark if Hillary wins, or anybody wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hillary's going to win. I mean, the math is there. It's just, I don't... I don't think there's any way she's not going to win. We're going to have to go dark. Yeah. Um, Daddy. I think anybody that says, that starts throwing up polls that look like uh, there's any, like, there's, uh, what do you call it? There's a shallow, not shallow, small, slim margin, whatever, between the two is full of crap and they're fiscally invested in that race being close because they want you to watch their news program in MSNBC. And, you know, that's like, I think they're all making it seem closer than it is so they can sell advertising. It's just like, you know, how at the end of uh, Chopped, they always make, you know, like you'll see two meals and you'll be like, oh, that meal looks like complete garbage and that one looks amazing but with the editing they'll make them look like one like they're almost as good as each other and it's super close and then you know the one that you thought was complete garbage ends up losing whatever they play it up they play up the drama and that's what and they always have that cut before they like open the dish yeah that's what news outlets are doing with trump and Clinton right now. Yeah, it's but going get to get off of my anti media thing. Yeah, that episode of television, that one hour of television minus advertisements really changed my like life. hell. I mean it's I've I'm a pretty positive dude anyway. But I don't know about changed my life, but it it, it reinforced a lot of beliefs already, a lot of the good beliefs I already had about us and where we're going and where we could go. It it it, it changed my view on humanity. Did it? Okay. I thought we were all trash. Everybody's <laughs> trash. You're goofball. I mean, animals are the higher race. Yes, ma'am. I have a question about that episode on Medieval. What do you got? You know how he was talking about his brother? Yep. Did we ever find out how he died at all? He didn't die. It's funny because I was wondering if people who didn't know any better would would watch that and think because they're playing that piano music and it just sounds... He's just remembering when they were younger. It's just... It's not so much mean and sad. It's just kind of nostalgic. And uh, yeah, but some of that piano music went a little bit heavy-handed, I guess. The, um, the joke of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. The I think that'd be a little bit traumatic for my kids now. Oh, yeah, when he's talking about how it'd be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarter him out. That, oh, that was... That was... God, that was good. There. That was so good. Anyway, that is, like, you know, all your Westworlds and your stupid naked girls on dragons and whatever, zombies, the idiotic zombies and whatever other craps on TV these days. None of it, none of the writing on any of those can compare to what those guys at Meteor and uh, 0.0, I think it's called, Productions, 
what they're putting together. So check that out. I think it's almost time to go after we're done advertising Mediator. Yeah, right. Mediator. I wish we were getting money for Mediator. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. If I, I would cry. I just want to meet the dude and shake his hand. Yeah. Honestly, he's that a cool guy. Weird, for a Yankee, him. he's pretty all right. <laughs> I would hug him, but that would be weird. But I'm still. That would be him. weird. Yeah, it's still weird. Okay. <laughs> all right. And I gotta edit this thing and get it online tonight. Um, it drops tomorrow. Uh, yes. We're gonna have to stay here forever. No, I'm gonna bring it home. Okay. Daddy, can I sign this out now? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Sign us out. Um. Thank you for. Thank you for listening to the Wilderness Podcast. There you go. Perfect. Say yay. Yay! Yeah. 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 All right, and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at uh, at Wilderness underscore Law and, and on Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out on uh, the Wilderness Law Podcast on Facebook. And what's the last one? Oh, our website WildernessLaw.us. Right. Yeah. Was that fun, girls? Yeah. Say yes. Don't just nod. Yeah! <laughs> All right, good. Yay! Good job, girls.